Hello and welcome to a very special edition of Humans Exhaust Me, a show that's caused by our current world and everything within it. I'm Biz Paul here in the UK, which still exists for now. And I'm joined by the uh, people that made all this happen. Oh, Alicia Jones from across the pond. We spilled your tea again. Are you okay? I'm okay. Okay. And also with the spilling of the tea, I think we talked earlier and we realized that young people don't understand the reference of spilling the tea, um, Mm -hmm. especially in historical, because I don't think you all teach the Boston Tea Party issues um, back in the day that we had over here. Yeah. Um, Strange that. As a part of American history and not British history. Yeah. We didn't want to pay your taxes. So we threw away your tea in the harbor. Hey, neither does Amazon. (laughs) <laughs> but they need to throw away your tea or you need to throw oh, away no. their tea I don't yeah. know, their boxes maybe <laughs> but okay so you guys are so I, you just saw the the interview the and I interview. could definitely tell when I woke up that all of Britain saw the interview <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, 11, so I think my understanding is 17 million people in America saw it of, of 300 million people 11 million people saw it in Britain of a population of 70 million. So yeah, it was the, it's probably one of the highest rated non-sporting events that ever happened on television here. Right. Oh, really? Okay. It was that good. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, look, before we get started, because this is going to be a short version today, just, it's just a reaction show, but um, can, can, I've been seconded to the Department of uh, Corrections and Amendments. Oh, the DOC. Yeah. What happened? The the DOC. So, um, (laughs) so I was editing uh, the show we recorded last night for release today, which Mm -hmm. will be yesterday as you're listening to this and um <laughs> as we were going through it i was just making a notes of, of, of certain things that having watched the interview we might need to correct from the previous version okay let's correct okay. some stuff there's not many there's not many um firstly uh we had a little bit of a discussion about uh what is the family and what is the firm mm, okay. and uh in the interview megan definitely made the distinction between the family yes and the the courtiers and the aides and the assistants the wider institution also known as the firm the people who the bitch you know where all the bitchiness and the briefings and all that kind of stuff takes takes place so i thought that was worth making that that clear now did Um, she make a distinction between the institution the firm and the family or just the firm and the family the firm and the institution are the same thing. Okay, that's what I thought. Okay. Yeah, and and the family is the other people, the ones that they love. The other people. <laughs> yeah, um, the ones the ones with uh, blue blood and money and okay. uh, too much privilege. So uh, okay, second second um, correction. This is this is I'm going to correct you actually on this if you don't if you don't hey. mind. Uh, there was part of our conversation that talked about Prince Charles not taking calls, but actually in the interview itself. Harry did say that Charles is now taking his calls. So now they, he is, yes. Yeah, so they are so they are talking. And then um kind of kind of yeah. I mean that that whole body language around that was kind of interesting. Oh, well, uh, we we can talk we can talk about his body language because I thought I thought Harry's body language and general uh Oh God, I almost said performance then. I don't mean it in that sense. I'm not saying mm-hmm. that. But but the the 
the whole way that he was acting, I thought was very interesting. Um, final correction. So in in, uh, in the last episode of Humans Exhaust Me, I spoke about how maybe the US are just sort of realizing what the royal family are really like. Uh-huh. And this is the first time they've understood what they're really like. And it sort of dawned on me today after reflecting on this, that actually none of us know what they're really like. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, we don't, not really. Yeah, you know, I've, I've never, I've never met them. Um, the so, queen came to Leicester once, so you know, I think people sort of wait up, but but none of us actually know what they're really like. So I think it's, um, it yeah, it's it's perhaps a bit silly to to kind of say that. So I just thought I would uh, make those corrections, and I hope that's fine with you. Yeah, well, that makes that makes sense. I mean, you you guys are watching the crown just like us, so. So we're all kind of learning at the same time. Yeah, I think when we watch The Crown, we're like, yeah, we know that. Yeah, we know that. Yeah, we've heard that. We've heard that. Um, <laughs> but and this is this is possibly part of the problem with the way that the British have reacted to this situation is because some people feel that the uh, the commentary from stateside mm-hmm. is aimed at the wider population or rather that they've taken it a bit more personally because pe- some people think, you know, well, they're ours. Yeah, they're completely screwed up, but they're ours. <laughs> you know, and I, and I think I think it's quite been quite difficult to make the distinction. You know, like, you know, like when you when you have a, you know, you, you, you don't get on very well with like your brother or your sister and then someone's really mean to them and you're like, oi, that's my sister, back off even though they've just fallen out. I, th- I yeah. think, I don't know. I, it's been quite interesting to see people's reactions um, today. But yes, it was it was interesting to watch it. I, I'm glad that I did watch it. I mean, I'll never get the two hours back and I think you have far too many commercials in your TV shows. But hey, um, Oprah had to make money. Come on. Apparently she made $7 million from that. Oprah is the G. I mm. mean, you can't, you know, I, I'm not mad at her. No, I no, no. I can I wish I could do that. <laughs> well, I there do. we go. Um, still think and her hair sit is at home. Uh, Yes, she has great hair. Um, they all looked really good. They, like I you did. said, you you commented how the the setting was very serene. I loved it. I mean, I like California anyway, but it was I. So I don't I don't think knowing what I know about. Uh, how some of these things work. I'm not like the world's expert on television, but these things, th- there is some planning that goes into these things. Would you agree? Oh yeah. I mean, they, they, they are professionals. I mean, Oprah is a professional. So yes, there is some planning. You're just not, you're just not showing up to somebody's house with a camera. No, exactly. And you know, all social distancing and outside and things like that. Great. Great. Um, and you know, if I was Megan and I knew I was going to do this interview, I would be thinking about the things that I'm going to be asked or possibly asked or things that I want to want to say. So I think when I know that we commented or I commented to to you certain things like when when they're in the chicken coop and Megan said, you know, I love rescuing things. I said to you, oh, she likes rescuing things. She rescued Harry. And I don't think you were that much in agreement. But the more that I think about that, the more I think, well, that's quite that's quite a smart thing to say. No, it's uh yeah yeah i don't know 
I don't have much opinion on that one. <laughs> I, I guess the thing is when you, you start putting, you know, they like to, you know, people who like to rescue people, it's a, that's putting a lot of weight on somebody because if it goes wrong, yeah, um, you just blame them for all of your problems when it really mm. wasn't, it's not their fault that you do the things you do. So. Yeah. It was, it was, it was very serene. It was very calm. I, th I thought that that made the message even more um, impactful. Uh, rich, rich people do California very well. I've never seen that version of California. <laughs> <laughs> but I used to go up to LA a lot. Yeah, I mean, I've been to LA. I think it's a whole. Don't like yeah, it at all. But, but that's uh, Santa Barbara. Santa Barbara is pretty nice, but that's a better version of Santa Barbara. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. It was. It was. It's very nice. I thought the way they did it was 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 good. It was very calm. Um, I think that helped the the, the yeah. message get get delivered. Um, yeah. mm -hmm. I thought the I, I loved Oprah. My favorite bit was when when Megan talked about the um the the concern at Archie's skin color. And Oprah just yeah. says, "What?" That's <laughs> like yes, that's the that's exactly the reaction you would give, isn't it? Like if you were if you're in that conversation. So I thought I thought it was I thought it was really relaxed and uh, and uh, yeah. I liked that <laughs> and it made me remember that you know the the intensity of the media hype in the day before we got to see it mm -hmm. was just completely overblown compared to, to what it was. You know, she was um, polite about the the queen. Um, she didn't slag uh, Kate Middleton off. She said that she was a good person. Uh, and you know, I thought that, that that wasn't an issue. So this, again, this whole idea that they're feuding and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. Okay. Maybe they fell out and, and she apologized and all that kind of stuff and fine. So I, I thought, I thought all of that bit was, uh was was fine um so so yeah not not a bad thing but the the reaction here today has uh, and and um yesterday before it was aired here has been absolutely insane and people are absolutely losing their mind over some of the things that were said and yes you know here's morgan's been sacked allegedly um or maybe sorry he's left he's left itv you know okay. so he he's gone um People are having people are being forced to have conversations that they aren't comfortable with having, and Ooh. that's a good thing. Th that is a good thing because I, I guess what I saw a lot of is that, especially around mental health, around race, and they were a lot of people were commenting that how the amount of emotion that Prince Harry was showing, that is pretty high for a British person. <laughs> <laughs> they said, and people were like, well, he didn't show any emotion. They were like, yeah, that's the thing. Uh, so they said he was, uh, they said he did look uncomfortable while talking, but like I've always said, I, I feel like he look, he looks as if his heart was broken by his family. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm not, I mean, yeah, I'm not going to deny that because I, like, I, I don't know, but it quite possibly is. I think we are all, I know I said this yesterday, completely repressed in the emotions department. We just, we just don't know how to do it. <laughs> and, and so when something happens like this, where we're forced to confront feelings and things that are really awkward, uh, I can understand that people do get defensive, but I think I think a lot of people really struggle to be able to articulate how they feel because mm -hmm. people I think over here almost try and second guess the reaction to everything that they say. So they're trying to think, well, if I say this, this is going to be the reaction. So I won't say that. Therefore, I'll try and say this. And then that's when it becomes super awkward. 
it's just so much better to go i think this what do you think yeah and just be done with it (laughs) yeah but people but I i do think people here struggle so so it's been it's been an awkward day there's been a few awkward conversations but i've been really um it's been really good to see people be on television talking about their own experience of racism mm-hmm. and and being allowed to talk and being allowed to say it that's that's good i mean maybe maybe this will kick off something over there i'm not really sure um but it 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 seems like you guys are ready to have some very hard conversations um i have a friend who lived here in the united states and uh when i was over when i came to see you um a couple what it was a couple of years ago now Uh, and i i had dinner with her and i was just asking her what you know what was it like you know living in california then washington dc and going back to london and she was just saying it's very different um because she kind of grew up there for a while and then kind of moved to the states and she was like as far as race relations um she said it almost feels like everybody's 20 years behind over there um talking about race um and trying to basically gaslighted like this isn't happening this isn't a thing um dropping in words like you know we're we're multicultural you know kind of all of the other words yeah. uh, like you're saying like i don't see color mm. to avoid the conversation and mm-hmm. and i think we've talked about this a while ago it's like well you better figure out a way to have the conversation or it's going to slap you in the face when you're not ready and it seems like this is it <laughs> <laughs> nobody was ready because you you got a little taste of it last year with black lives matter yeah it, it, but that was just the bubbling up of it. Yeah. And this is just like, well, if you weren't ready for that, here comes the left hook in the gut. <laughs> yeah, well, I think I think what I've been thinking about this today, I think with any issue like, like this, you kind of need your own version, your own experience or your own moment. And with the George Floyd killing last year, I think we we can we can relate. We can understand. We can we can talk about it. But it was something that happened over there in inverted commas. Now it's almost like this is our George Floyd moment. Different, completely different situation, obviously. Mm-hmm. But it's, a, it's something that's happened that's forcing us to have these discussions. I would be very careful in comparing this to a George Floyd moment because, from what I understand, there are certain communities over there that have had kind of uh, some brutal issues with the police on occasions and the george floyd is a very i don't is a i don't know very traumatic moment i i do think what this might be uh, for a U- uk citizens is now you're seeing that the racism is perpetuated towards somebody that is kind of beloved in the country and i think that's when it like hits home so it's going after somebody you love somebody you know and the person you know is telling you like hey they did it to my wife or it's happening to my child or things like that so and mm-hmm. and that can be kind of eye opening for a lot of people cuz it was like but you guys are rich this stuff yeah. doesn't happen to rich people <laughs> yeah i th- i think i, I want to come back on that because uh because i'm not i'm not uh com- comparing the two directly what i'm saying is because because absolutely we have had our own fair share of police brutality and those issues have been uh, uh he have been in the news and people are aware of them i think some people are aware of them less than than others because it, it doesn't mm-hmm. it, it doesn't make the headlines as much as it should my point would be that 
the, it's about it's about the moment that you have the realization and whether or not people should have had it years ago or whether they're having it now they're having it they, they are having it uh, but that's probably one of those little nuanced things about racism um, it depends on where it's coming from before it is believed yeah, and i think sure. that's and that's where that's where it's coming from it's it's coming from not the typical source of mm. where people think racism would come from. Yeah, I don't think I don't think people expected it to be from the royal family. <laughs> oh uh, no, that's that, that's for sure, <laughs> and that, and that's possibly why why it feels starker than than it is, and and also why I think people can't get their their heads around it either. And what's really yeah. interesting is that this is not the first sort of accusation of racism from the royal family. No, but it I, but but its yeah. previous stuff has been sort of like brushed under the carpet. Well, this is, you know, I, I, my assumption is that people love Prince Harry over there. Um, he seems like a nice guy and it seems like out of all the Royals, he's, he seems, he has been portrayed as the most likable person, I would assume. And, um, and, and, and I, and I do think there's some other things wrapped into this. You got the whole story of family. Like, I'm pretty sure people are wondering, like, would you treat, would I treat my own kid this way? Um, and then of course you have the money and whether or not we should show empathy toward wealthy people. Uh, that's been a big one over here as well. Like, should we even have any empathy for people like that? Yeah. I mean, so I think there was the, the one thing that was quite interesting about the interview was that, that there is clearly a huge amount of privilege that, that they have, um, yes. that obviously or well, it's obvious to me, maybe it's not obvious to everyone else. Um, obviously, that should not have any bearing on whether or not someone should be subject to racism. Um, but they do have yeah. a lot of a lot of privilege. And I think there, 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 there were a couple of moments where I thought, you know, it's helpful to re for them to remember. Um, what, what I think w was really quite interesting, I know we, we just talked about gaslighting. Mm -hmm. the, I mean, the, the phrase gaslighting is quite new. Okay. Well, it, well, it is. It is over here in 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 in, in that sense. It, yeah. It 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 wouldn't be in the common lexicon ten fifteen years ago. Yeah. So, yeah. so I think it. I think it's new and and uh, it, that's a, a a thing. What I noticed from today is that gaslighting is huge in the mainstream media. Huge. Yeah. That that is the word <laughs> that is being used. <laughs> what huge. Um, gaslighting. Oh, gaslight. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. No. What? I mean, the, not the word though. I mean, the process. The mainstream media is gaslighting things that they yeah. said in that interview. I, I can, I, I can definitely see that. It's not so much on this side. I, I see more of that coming from um, the m media over there. Yes, because uh, they're also having to deal with the fallout. And they're having to deal with the people in the country who can't get their heads around it and are saying things like, yeah, but that's not true, or that's not true, or that's not true, or no, it didn't happen like that. When, of course, they have no experience of it because they weren't in the yeah. conversation. Now, I do have a question. Is the media dealing with themselves? Because a lot was thrown at them as being willing participants in the downfall of people's mental health. Um, I'm just wondering, are they are they finally taking ownership of what they they are 
what they've done to people? No, okay. <laughs> no. I, I mean, I, asking I mean, too much. <laughs> yeah, I think I think that is asking a bit a bit too much. Um, I don't okay. know if it's the same over there, but I I sort of see over here. It it's sort of there's the press, which is like print, mm -hmm. and and these days online, and then there's sort of broadcast journalism, and there are very strict rules about broadcast journalism, and there are fewer rules around the press and the horrible stuff is seemingly in the press and and from what i've observed from interviews that they've done on on tv before the beef is with the press and the yes. way that they act and the way that they behave and ha hack phones and all that kind kind of stuff mm -hmm. um so and, and I, but i don't read the press so i don't i don't really know what they're what they're saying today I would imagine that depending on which side of the which wing the paper is on would determine what their view is um today but the the broadcast journalism has been interesting to watch because I think that there is still some gaslighting about you know yeah. bits that they're going to explain and say well no this is the rule yeah, that's always interesting. Like, no, 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 I'm going to correct you on your whole experience right now. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we don't, I don't think we separate the media, like press okay. and broadcast. Like, they're all in the same bucket, right. <laughs> I think, to us. Yeah. I, well, when I've, when I've been over in the, in the States, it, it feels like that, to be fair. Yeah. It's because like, it's there, all there of the media. Yeah. Yeah. There, there aren't the rules that, that we have here. I think there are some rules, but I think, um, as, as I guess m my perspective as someone, as a minority in this country, I've seen the press and the, you know, broadcast journalism, they've done damage to a lot of, um, minority communities. So I think it's easy just to wrap them all up in ones, even though yeah. one will do a little bit better, but they still bring a lot of damage as well. Um, my final, um, observation it was not an observation from the interview but an observation from today mm -hmm. um from a lady called nova reed who is worth looking up nova reed okay nova reed and i watched an igtv of her today where she talks about racism as trauma mm -hmm. i thought it was very powerful racism is very traumatic yeah. Racism is exhausting. It's exhausting to keep up doing it and it's exhausting to experience it. Mm, I, no, I mean, I, I, I'm going to say I can imagine. I can't imagine really, can I? But, um, you know, just, just just from the relationships that I have with, with, with people who do experience it, I can have some appreciation just from listening really as to, as to, to what that is. But I thought that was a very poignant uh, phrase and I think mm -hmm. it sort of sums up possibly the impact that people need to understand yeah that maybe today they are thinking about more than they were yesterday yeah hope, hopefully they'll do that now are you are do you still believe a lot of people think she should have known what she was getting into and that this is all her fault or not not, not necessarily her, no. her fault but too bad you got into this you should have known better I, I did see I did see a tweet <laughs> earlier that mm -hmm. said the lesson here always research your husband. Yeah, um, <laughs> I've I've seen people they were like you shouldn't have been so naive and I you know I had to respond to somebody I said you know what 
she is doing exactly what the good chunk of us have done and are still doing. When you lead with those love goggles, uh, <laughs> I mean, and, and not yeah. being, you know, and like yeah. she said, why would I go research him? He's right here in the flesh yeah. with me. I mean, yeah, you should have known a few things, but you got the person right there. And I'm pretty sure everybody walked into this with some level of naiveness. And um, and it just gets the best of us. It happens. I mean, we've all we've all been there. We've all been there, <laughs> you know, because love, you know, the love goggles are strong and powerful. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, who cares whether she researched him or or, yeah, or not I know. really? Um he is uh, uh, so obviously here he's super famous you know yes and 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 this, the, the reason people feel protective of him is i think because they remember princess diana and what happened to her mm-hmm. and that that him and his brother were made to walk behind a coffin age 15 and 12 mm-hmm. and people felt that that was outrageous and that you know that was a scandal and the the, the royal family said nothing for for days and days and days when that happened yeah um and so that it, it sort of triggers memories i think with 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 that so the, but yeah. they people feel protective about him they feel that he's possibly the most relatable one that there is yeah um, he's down to earth uh yeah well i mean i i think again he's he's lived a very privileged life and he doesn't have the same experiences as the vast majority of us so i don't think he can really relate to i don't think he could relate to me and my life particularly um <laughs> But, uh, you know, I think, I, you know, whatever. Um, but interestingly, I had no idea who she was before they got engaged. No, no we didn't know who she was before no. they got engaged. So, you know what? I just it's hope just they find people. some peace. Yeah. Huh? I I hope they find some peace. Yeah, exactly. They're, they're two people. They love each other. They're, they've, they've got, you know, a family. They deserve to be happy as everybody does. I hope that they can work something out with their family. Um, I don't care whether anyone's got a title because I don't think the, the whole thing should should exist. But I hope that they can find some peace with themselves, their life, and that somehow they can reconcile as a as a as a family. You know, and this sometimes it's okay to cut off family. <laughs> if it is, of course wrong it is. It. Yeah, 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 yeah. But woo. <laughs> You know, it's but, not it's not ideal, is it? It's not ideal, but it could be. It could save your sanity. It of could course. save your life. So, of course, yeah. So hopefully they will figure it out. They they will they will figure it out. So life moves on. Yes, it does. Just like BTS says, life does move <laughs> on. Life goes on. <laughs> so there we go. So that was our little little reaction to actually seeing it. Um, we'll see. We'll see what craziness happens between now and the next time we're in the studio together i don't know it's rona part two who knows what else could happen this year (laughs) jeez i don't know if i'm ready for it (laughs) buckle up baby oh no (laughs) all right Uh, thanks for taking me through the process of watching it um i don't think honestly i don't think i'd have watched it if you if you hadn't watched it and sent me a million messages in the middle of the night so thanks for that and Twitter helped you too. So mm-hmm. thank Twitter. <laughs> this was fun. <laughs> yeah. Part of the Like Mind Media Network.